This icon is racist. I've never ever been a spy. Can the VBS bank loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Sergeant at arms, can you please come in? Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amra. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a jam-packed edition for you this week. I'm joined in studio by the entire politics desk here at the Sunday Times, Kwanita Hunter, author of um, Balance of Power, which released yesterday, I'm told. Yeah, officially. Thank Grab you. a book, guys. It's apparently a very good read. We've all got a copy and we'll talk about it once we've all read it. I need it's a couple years to read that yeah. book. Personally. Yes. <laughs> I think that's how corruption happens when <laughs> you use platforms to <laughs> endorse extracurricular activities. <laughs> no, we're endorsing that book entirely. <laughs> and then we've got Zingisa Mvumvu, Zimasa Matewane, and Apewe Dikdok. Guys, thank you so much for coming in this week. Let's get straight into it. We're going to be talking about two things this week. The first of it is Zingisa's front page story in the Sunday Times this week. And Zingisa, you properly clobbered with the EFF here, didn't you? <laughs> Oh yes, uh, yeah, no. Thank you, thank you, Amir, for the for the congratulations. Thank so you. You say now, in the story that EFF leader Julius Malema has personally benefited from millions of rands that were channeled to a company exposed as his own slush fund. Now, I know you previously reported um, that Santa Clara Trading, a company registered to Malema's cousin, um, had received more than four million in suspicious payments in just seven months. Now, the money came from companies that looted VBS Mutual Bank, companies that did business with the government in Limpopo, and from the EFF's lawyers. Zingisa, tell us a little bit more about the story. First of all, one thing I want to clarify, I've seen on the whole debate around VBS saying people's numbers don't add up. How is it? five million? Mm. You see, people, when they don't read, they read headlines and then they, they don't read the entire story. To, to debate. Mm. We never said that uh, that five million uh, of the house, all of it. We are saying part of, if you read the story, mm. you'll get to understand that part of the money, as you said just now, that a whole lot of suspicious payments have gone into the Santa Clara company, which we can now say that it is Julius Malema's trust fund where his friends, his uh, political, you know, allies and, 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 and all people that are around him who mm. owe him money for whatever reason that we may not know, that's where they deposit the money. And then when it gets there, it goes out to finance, uh, you know, things that are related to uh, the FFD that Julius Malema, be it his personal life or his businesses. I mean, for instance, like the restaurant in Soweto, which is managed by his cousin again, mm. some Sudu Malema, and then, you know, and, and all those kind of things. Other suspicious t- payments are not only limited to, to VBS. So so when we say VBS, we mean companies like Grand Azania that mm. benefited from VBS. For instance, Grand Azania deposited uh, 500,000 rands into sa- the Santa Clara account, you know, and other companies as well. So that's what we mean, but we are not saying the entire 5 million for the house that uh, he bought in Sentin comes from uh, VBS. So mm. that was the first point of clarification. But generally, this was a story about how Julius Malima, in actual fact, uses the EFF uh, for his own personal beneficiation. Because you can also not explain why EFF lawyers would deposit uh, into his uh, personal slash fund instead of being the other way around. In fact, why would EFF lawyers be paying the EFF leader? 
if it's not supposed to be the other way around. There's a whole lot of uh, things you can devise from that, but I, I won't go into detail. But in essence, this is, and this is not the first time Chiras Manima operates like this. Everyone will know the story of the Ratanang Trust Fund and how it had shares on on-point engineering and how uh, people who were doing government tenders with the Limpopo government contributed towards that trust fund and how it financed Chiras Manima. So this is Chiras Manima of the NCO League. Uh, again. Yeah. So, so, so the question I have for you, Zengisa, is that has it not become more sophisticated? Because, uh, you know, you would have probably learned lesson from Ratanang Trust. So, you know, what do you think it is? Yeah, to to a certain degree, Q, it is a bit sophisticated, but not as sophisticated as I, 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 I mean, maybe one would do it. Because as I say now, for instance, the company Santa Clara is not registered in his personal name, but he makes some silly mistakes along the way. So although the company is registered in the name of his cousin who doesn't have his name, some Jimmy Matlebian character, uh, but the mistakes he does, he, he would take his number and make it the in-contact for the account. So he is aware at all material terms the, about wow. the monies that come in and out of that wow. business. You see, so that's how he gives it away. Much as he, he has always claimed that, that that is not his company, but you would ask a simple question, why is your mobile phone number the one uh, that gets uh, bank notifications about transactions happening in that account. So those silly small mistakes are the one. And then again, another, I think, one clumsy one, as far as I'm concerned, is the trust fund uh, that financed this house in Sentin. No, in fact, that is registered in the name of this house in Sentin, which is named after his second son. Radanang was his firstborn mm. son. So you see, certain things don't change in this whole thing. I think the guy really has some deep love for his sons, <laughs> but hey, he puts them into trouble, man. But I've, I've been looking at social media and um, looking at a lot of posts from uh, EFF members and loyalists, and it doesn't ever seem like um, there's any there's any wavering in the support for Julius, no matter what comes out, um, because this is not just a matter of VBS, is it? This is a larger scam of money laundering, yes. essentially. Yes. So this is not just talking about VBS money, because I've seen people with a whole bu- a bunch of what's about saying, oh, but um, the EFF only stole a small percentage from VBS. What about the other 99% that the ANC stole? But it's not about that, is it? This is a larger scheme. Yes. Yes, yes. And and that's that's the thing. I mean in, in, in the as actually what even shocks me, even that comparison of theirs of one percent and ninety nine percent. So these people are justifying crime as long as mm-hmm. we took the the smaller portion exactly. and the NC took the larger portion. You know, it's it's very shocking how EFF uh, uh, you know, supporters or members, at least in the social media space, uh, behave. I mean, I, I'm not shocked at all that other people have branded them a cult because it seems like they are devoid of any independent thinking, despite the facts being presented to them. As you say, they reduce the story to VBS, whereas the story is larger than VBS. Mm. It's about, as you say, in, it's essentially, it may well be money laundering. Mm. So let's talk about this on a bigger scale of things then, because we've seen previously in other parties and with other political leaders where if there's some serious allegations made against them, the party takes some sort of action against that person. Maybe not exactly the case in the case of Jacob Zuma, but eventually something happened. Is Julius Malema untouchable within the EFF, guys? I think Zimaza can, can handle that one. <laughs> <laughs> Chief, why are you putting me on the spot? Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's Julius Malema is the EFF. So who, who is going to hold Julius accountable in the EFF? Also, the thing is that you, I mean, these are networks or, or 
or, or systems that have been in place for years that not only bankrolled him or but also is the reason for the political clout that he has today is these kind of systems of how money and staying in houses owned by dodgy people and having this 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 kind of of dodgy great crowd on top of his head so 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 it's how it sustained him as youth league leader it is now inevitably how it's sustaining him as EFF leader and so if you take this away from Julius Malema does he still have the same political prowess does he still have the same muscle um, if you take away all of these dodgy kind of dealings uh, around him the, the 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 one thing that he does fairly well is that he can preempt you <laughs> and so with enough um you know uh mud throwing before the story hits yeah um there's almost the sense of confusion among people who care mm. i mean there's a fair amount of people who who would believe that that uh, Julius is not the cleanest politician in the world, um, but then there are those who are desperately looking for an alternative and probably agree with his ideas. That that kind of then you know uh, will will create these sort of or will buy in to these arguments that oh how much of money was VBS? I mean these guys every week they manufacture a new you know story about it, and so so um, so I think that that. It's important whether or not the EFF takes action. And Zimasa, you're right. The Julius is the EFF. I think it's important to continue writing these stories because it's not even about it's not about this particular five million rand. Yeah. But it's a trend of of money brings political power, brings influence, brings money, brings political power, oh, brings yes. influence. And and it's bigger than VBS and it's bigger than this five million. Um, and that's and 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 it also can be um, seen by many people as as you know Julius being attacked because you know he attacks the Sunday Times and all of that kind of thing. But many many people would know that um, this is the same tricks, and he hasn't changed his tricks from the youth league days. His weight has reduced, but his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his modus operandi <laughs> remains the same. That was that was a bad joke. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I agree with uh, both you and, and Zimasa. Nothing is going to happen to the guy, and so far as uh, the EFF is concerned, it's his party, and nothing will happen. I think uh, it would be naive of us to expect uh, something uh, to come from the side of the EFF. Um, if anything is going to happen to the guy, it, it, it should then come from the side of law enforcement or uh, in terms of uh, uh, his declarations with parliament. Um, in so much as um, did he mm. inform uh, parliament that this is how he, he was benefiting from uh, these, these businesses and how does he explain um, being a kept man by uh, these people? I mean... Uh, you know, it, th such is important. I'm not sure how much um, SARS can in can can deal with him uh, on these matters because if these things are not under his name, I mean, I mean SARS can't go after you for living in a house. Uh, I mean, it, it's, if if I live in your house, I can't. I, I don't really have to declare. But I mean, maybe in some way or the other, uh, a, a sort of 
you know, people have always been talking about lifestyle audits about or of politicians. I think uh, if you go, you take that route, you will be able to take to detect most of these things because we we had a, a, a we have a number of politicians who. When you look at their lifestyles and, and 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 how much they actually earn from parliament, it, it the two don't mm. end up. And uh, with him, I think uh, that's where we, we find ourselves with Julius again. Mm. I mean, previously when he was ANC Youth League president, he could uh, comfortably argue that look, I'm just a leader of the ANC Youth League. I don't have to account to anyone uh, because I'm voted for by the ANC mm. Youth League. And therefore, I run the ANC Youth League. It's got nothing to do with the state. But now he's an MP. He's voted for by people. Mm. So, I mean, it, 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 more transparency is needed. And it's quite strange that um, he's not making so much noise now, um, especially uh, both the stories that you've written, actually, Mvumbu. He's not, he's not gone out of his way as himself uh, no, to, to rubbish is. us because... Yeah. Uh, unlike what he'd been doing to our colleagues, uh, Daily Maverick, um, News 24, and so on, which I, I, I find it quite a, a bit, uh, you know. Uh, this, is, uh, this is what I find interesting here is his actual response to using Gisa. He says, you seem to have illegally had access to confidential information. You tell me it, how it is that you gained access to this information. And if it's justifiable and legal, I'll answer your questions. He's not saying that what you have is... Is, is wrong. Actually, he's just he's, saying that it's he's confirming that. Yeah, the story is great. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like that. I mean, he, he confirms, and uh, maybe it links up to a few as uh, you know interesting point that uh, he doesn't make much noise. In fact, in the previous story, he never said a thing. Mm. This time, they decided to unleash their social media defense force in mm. advance before we published and all that. But of course, it would only work for the EFF constituents. But you see. There's also a, politi- a political irony in all of this. I mean, in that here is a man who claims to be the champion mm. of the poor, but here is a man who lives lavishly at the expense of the poor. Because, uh, you know, the, the manner in which they've branded the EFF over time, uh, at times I would get shocked how, uh, you know, these companies would compare themselves to the likes of Thomas Sankara, which is devoid of any historical facts, by the way, because if we go to Thomas Sankara's political history, he was the man of the poor and he mm. lived like them, mm. you know, but that's neither here nor there, but I'm saying uh, you know, the the, 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 the EFF in particular, it's the Julius Marima is full of contradictions. He says this and does the exact opposite and this is one of the typical ways in which I think people ought to understand him as a political leader. He's a political leader full of contradictions in particular his life, his love for a lavish mm-hmm. living. Because, for instance, this is not the only house uh, that is under you know the microscope. There's also another house that we wrote about in our first uh, edition in in Pulugwan, a 3.3 million house. Now this is a 5.5 million house, and I can bet you those are not mm-hmm. the only properties that he has. So you can already see that the guy. Uh, now we can at least confirm that he's got two pro- properties that are worth close to 10 million rand. On an MP salary. On an MP salary. See, this is my thing. I don't have a problem with the guy's sort of the way he dresses or his lifestyle as long as it's um, being financed by through proper means. But the moment there's some issue of criminality which gets involved, that's where my problem starts to come in. And and that's that's the, what is at at issue here. I mean, as and as Apio is saying, certain you know uh, institutions of the state ought to move in 
in this regard and mm. you know do proper investigations because really as i say on the properties alone we haven't even gone to the cars that this guy uh, drives you know on the properties alone how can you within two years uh, have properties that are worth at uh, close to 10 million rand mm. when you earn about a million well, rand per year don't hold your breath the npa is still busy with cases from 20 years ago yeah and this is a new revelation <laughs> so we'll probably only see this um ever going to court in another Ah, 15, 20 years. But anyway, let's move on again. We're, when we come back, we're going to um, talk about sexual allegations at the city of Swane. Sex and the city. Sex and the city. <laughs> anyway, we'll, join us when we're back. Racial identity politics, a phrase that has the potential to start an argument in just about any situation. That's why we're starting it first. Let's Start an Argument is a unique and insightful podcast series about the meaning of race to us today. Presented by researcher Cecilia Koch and Doctor of Philosophy Jason Werbeloff, the series aims to spark rational argument and meaningful discussion around this controversial topic. Find Let's Start an Argument now on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. Now, the city of Tswane Executive Mayor Stevens Mokalapa says he has been blackmailed with an audio recording that went viral over the weekend uh, containing a supposed intimate engagement with a member of his mayoral co- committee, Stella Senkobuche. Now, the ANC came out with a statement afterwards. It was uh, uh, Mr. Kosi Maipe. Yeah, the um, chairman. <laughs> it was quite hilarious. Let's take a listen to it. And we are not shying away from that. And that we're going to use the code of conduct on conduct of councillors based on the municipal system and structures in this city. We cannot have the DA having sex everywhere in the uh, public facilities. We can't have that. Uh, now, I don't know whether you guys have heard the entire, um, what, uh, what they're describing as a supposed intimate engagement of this audio uh, recording. Disclaimer, I, <laughs> I, I, to that I choose not to. I don't want to hear it. I know up here I listened to it five times. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I, I, I listened to the thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting recording, shame. Give us a description of what's in the recording. The, the description is that uh, that... Uh, that vi- that, that uh, recording, uh, how it was hyped up, first of all, uh, before we actually got our hands on it, it was said to be a sex tape of the mm. mayor and MMC. So you were disappointed. I, yeah, got, the <laughs> I got the thing, I'm like, ah, man, but this thing is not a sex tape. <laughs> well, what did you want? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, people... The guy wanted some action. <laughs> <laughs> so what's actually in but, the tape? But, but, but what's there is that they seemingly... Um, it's after some meeting, it mm. seems. They go on talking uh, badly about their colleagues, uh, about a, a senior manager at the city. They talk badly about uh, the speaker. Alleged, uh, they, I think they called her a witch or something like yeah. that. Uh, they talk badly about the regional leader of the DA, uh, um, uh, oh, that's Tao. Um, and, the also, and then the former mayor Solim Simanga, <laughs> and even Josima Epa, the one who just uh, mm. uh, sp- spoke here. And then for five minutes, there's uh, yeah, there's there's, there's the some al- noises. There's there's the alleged 
yeah. alert and I say that uh, alert uh, intimate engagement between mm. the two but it's just five minutes you're the chef <laughs> and it's not really you know an intimate engagement as far as I'm concerned because I mean I can't hear anything that you what did you I want to understand eat? I don't understand your point when you say it's not can I say the word it's not sex because an MMC and a mayor are clearly making out which is probably the the lightest of what they do they I have other ideas of what what's been happening in the office first of all it's inappropriate let's start there yeah it's inappropriate whether there was actually how far the intimate engagement went or how how surface level it was Maybe it was a brief encounter. Yeah, <laughs> while I, standing. once introduced us to a brief encounter while standing. Maybe that, that, because he didn't say it was a brief encounter, eight minutes, Vavi, ne? It could have been five minutes with Vavi. Well. <laughs> yeah. But you seem, Chana, well, as you say, I was just being naughty with the actual thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite disappointed in the mayor, but anyway, we're not there. Uh, the, the, the issue here is... As far as I'm concerned, this whole issue of sex scandals and politicians are, are nothing that you can use to take anyone down. We have a string of history of politicians who've been... The interim DA leader had the same... Who've, who've been caught, you yeah. know, with their pants yeah. down, literally. Mm-hmm. Like the brief encounter while standing at Cosada House. Well, that one, it cost him. But because yeah. there was a political ploy to get rid of him uh, already, they just used that to deal with his public reputation. We had a minister, Maruzi Kikaba, uh, you know, imagine it in your mouth and all those things. <laughs> so, but and and if Jeff Hadebe, something is requested. You know, a whole thing. Even the president, there was once allegations of cupcakes and stuff like that, you know. So, but they are standing. So, as far as I'm concerned, sex scandals are, are, are just no. the part of the political gimmicks. Uh, but really, I, 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 I don't believe what anyone should be gotten rid of for having just tried to please their but, desires. But wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> you said this one of Tuane is serious in, 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 the, in the manner that, well, first of all, it happened in, in, during working hours at the office. No, but how do you anyone, know it was lunchtime? No, 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 but uh, but there's no lunch time for a politician. Mm. Chief, so long as you are at the office, you are on duty. <laughs> when I, if you uh, do those shenanigans here and they find out, they will fire you. Try it. No, but we're not talking about <laughs> me. Trying to go back to the topic. <laughs> 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 yeah, this one is trying to strong. I'm me. So, I don't agree with you. <laughs> so, so, I so, think there's some some sort of history <laughs> of, of, of these shenanigans in the workplace. So what I'm saying is. It's quite serious because it happened at a, at a work at a workplace at a workplace during working hours. Um, it's a colleague, uh, so a subordinate, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so certain questions come. Did he appoint her because there was this intimate relationship to yeah, start with? Because yeah, he has uh, the authority to appoint whoever he wants. Also, what uh, they were talking about regarding their colleagues, especially the the the, the, the one who are politicians, the speaker. And uh, the regional chairperson, uh, so so that's quite serious. Yeah. Um. The the DA is is conducting a, an investigation on the matter. Uh, its federal legal commission is handling the matter, and uh, uh, the Sowetan reported uh, uh, that uh, in a meeting yesterday, uh, party big wigs were there, uh, including himself and the leader of Gauteng, uh, um, and the. 99% of the meeting or rather the biggest chunk of the time they spent discussing the matter which is means they they take it quite serious and it could v- very well be that the guy would lose his job because he got to that uh, 
caucus it was divided uh, at the time and uh, people who support the, the regional leader were of the view that he should have been the mayor and then you go on a tape and then you talk like that about him yeah you but think you he's going to survive this thing as, as i'm saying those are politics they would have gotten rid of him because of internal da politics and other politics in that uh, council that this uh, so called sex tape is just an excuse you know but i agree with you that on those levels as to whether the the lady was appointed on the basis of their romantic relationship because i mean the lady was also given best performer award we don't know the performance <laughs> <laughs> by the same man <laughs> so you know on those on the, on that score it could be wrong but generally serious also i mean guys what 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 should be the uh, you know uh, the the rules of uh, engagement as far as uh, romantic relationships are concerned especially between uh, you know juniors and their and their seniors in the workplace be it don't in the politics even, or, or don't no. even. i mean because i remember recently, i feel like this is a question even. that you want answered specifically i'm i'm saying you can't bar people from having romantic relationships you can't it it it, sh- it should be wrong especially when yes uh okay he he's the principal uh, there is the mayor has got the power to appoint uh, and fire but outside of that it could have been that when he was still just an ordinary member uh, uh the alleged relationship was there you see what i'm saying so it must 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 it disassociate uh, from but because then, he's been appointed so you can have those but the problem is when you start then uh, people are waiting for water there in, in uh, it's a hammer scrum where they're yeah, struggling yeah, with water yeah. and now you are busy doing these things at the office but ah, also man, appeal man, because man. the person may be uh, treated differently from other people the, the lady who's the mnc from other people who are those things maybe for instance the, the award that we're talking about perhaps our government must apply the rules that are there at McDonald's at McDonald's if you are a superior you cannot date anyone in the company who's yeah, a junior but you know what the but, 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 you you but these people are, 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 are people do what they want no of course <laughs> <laughs> no of course but i'm saying comrades politicians it's, it's not the person is not hired for the job is voted for yeah so if they are in a romantic relationship with whoever they're in a r- romantic relationship with i mean for instance uh we we had people who were couples uh, who were serving in cabinet is in or who were serving government mm. uh the then chief whip uh, and then the the the, the who's married to the minister of uh, basic education so what must happen then now if the the, the minister of basic education gets promoted um to become a president must then divorce her husband it can't no, it happen can like be. that yeah no you're right so so you can't regulate those things you can't regulate but in fact you can china how is mcdonald doing it no but it's, it's a, a private, private company <laughs> no but the private company is run like garbage if what are you talking about there's a reason there's that rule at mcdonald it's not just a mad rule do they hold no but what i'm saying is that do they vote for the ceo at mcdonald's no the ceo always hired oh guys let's cut it there that's unfortunately all we have time for this week i guess either way i hope this matter sort of comes to some sort of finality um but we'll have more for you next week uh join us again then take care have a good one